Thanks to the internet and the rise of e-commerce parts sites, it's now easier than ever to buy auto parts online and bring them into a service center or mechanic for installation. Seems like a quick and easy way for consumers to save some cash, but just because you can buy OEM parts online, it doesn't always mean it's easy to get them installed. In today's episode, we'll take a look at some of the pitfalls as well as benefits of buying parts online and bringing them into a mechanic to get installed. Let's do this. We, you know, we essentially did a, uh, a, a survey, um, if you will. We threw this out. We created, uh, we posed a question on on, on Reddit, on Reddit, um, in a community with uh, almost six hundred thousand members, which is is huge. It's insane to feel like yeah. you, you know you have the uh, access to six hundred thousand members, and it's automotive enthusiasts. It's a particular mm-hmm. subreddit which talks about. Um, auto shops and service centers. So it's a yeah. very targeted, very targeted um, on, on audience. audience. And the feedback that we got back um, that w- that we got were was outstanding. One, two, the um, it, the sheer number of of uh, sheer volume of feedback that we got oh, in yeah. such a short amount of time, and the feedback that we continue to get. And I'm I'm really, frankly, I'm really excited to see where this feedback goes over the next month. You, you know three months, year, because it's just going to continue to keep going right. on and on and on. And, you know, we, we posed this question about a week ago, less than a week ago, we've gotten a ton of information back, ton of feedback, lots of comments, uh, lots of engagement and, and it continues to grow, uh, each day, uh, that we, and a know, lot of passionate <laughs> comments. So, so, I mean, this is a, you know, it's a very interesting, yeah. you know, is question that we pose because this is potentially people's livelihood and and there's a lot of dealerships and mechanics that aren't necessarily used to this right it's a new thing that people are buying parts online and bringing it in and so it's a it's kind of a tough pill for some of these places to swallow because they're having to adapt to this shift in consumer behavior totally and and i think the um and i'm just kind of set the table here right at the beginning um this is a this episode is for two three audiences right this is for consumers right who are purchasing online right listen to this you know this is um feedback that we've gotten from you know individuals in 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 reddit and based on a this question that we post on, on on reddit the other audience that this is geared towards is the service managers the fixed ops managers so that they can understand and take this feedback and go, okay, this is what we're doing at, um, at our dealership or at our auto body shop, um, or service center. Um, this is what consumers expect. This is what consumers expect. Let's be prepared for this, um, these types of situations because, you know, there, there were a couple, um, comments in there that said, well, this, only happens one one percent of the time, or it only happens like you know five percent of the time. That number is going to grow. It's going to grow. Trust me, it's going to grow. You need to be prepared for it. Don't get caught off guard. And we're creating. We're, we're we've posed this question. Want to give it uh, give you this feedback, but so, so that everybody is prepared for these scenarios. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And so that we're not blindsided so that we're, um, you know, educated about, uh, about these different, um, scenarios and, and how to approach them and how others approach them. Um, you, you know, so the, the results were inter- interesting about 75, what was it? 75% of the, um, respondents, respondents said that they would accept a part that a consumer bought online mm-hmm. and brought into the shop to get installed. So 75% yep. said they would install, um, a part that a consumer brought in. Yep. However, that 75% might've had some stipulations, whether it be, well, we'll increase our labor rate or we won't warranty the part that aside, yep. 75% said they, they would, yep. um, take that part. And then 15% said, no, yep. we don't want to have anybody bring in their own parts. Um, we're not going to install it, whether you, whether it's an OEM part, aftermarket part, it doesn't matter. We're not going to install it. That's part of how we make money. We're not going to do it. And then 10% of the respondents said, yes, we'll take in, we'll, we'll install parts that consumers bring in. We don't care if it's aftermarket OEM. We're not going to increase our labor rate. We just want the business. We're mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, the lifetime value of that customer. So 75%, yes, we'll take the part with some stipulations. 15% said, no way, Jose. And then 10% said yes. Yeah. Um, so a majority of the, you know, the respondents said that they basically they said they would. Right. Um, which is, which is great. However, there's, you know, uh, a lot of these conditions too, like every, you know, conditions, right. A lot of the conditions were different. Right. And so there, there was a lot of different, um, you know, things there. Um, one of the, one of the the funniest comments that I um, that I saw on there was, um, "We don't do it. You don't bring eggs to a diner." And I, it made, obviously, like, it made me chuckle, right? And you know, you don't bring eggs to a diner. Well, it's apples and oranges, man. Uh, you, you know, I think we're all humans, right? And unless there's a few. Um, aliens walking around amongst us. <laughs> that's a different, that's a completely different podcast. Um, uh, y- y- you know, uh, we, we know what eggs are. Um, we're, we, we, it's, it's yeah. pretty, it's, it's pretty easy to, you know, Hey, like eggs are eggs. Right? right. However, a majority of the consumers that are out there that are purchasing parts and accessories online are not as informed about the parts and accessories as they are about eggs. <laughs> Right. And ah, oh, like my egg scrambled over easy, um, you know, uh, hard boiled, whatever it consumers aren't as educated about parts and accessories right. as, as, as they are eggs. You've been growing up with eggs since <laughs> you, you, you grew up. Um, it, it was, it was a cute comment, but it was completely like apples and oranges and, um, the general consumer that's out there, they're they're not as informed, um, about the, the, the parts and accessories. And I think it's just, it's, it's important that if you are going to accept these, um, and if you're not accepting these, I think you just have to lay a a foundation and, and set the expectations. Right. And, and just be aware that it's fine if you say you don't want to, um, take customer brought, you know, parts that customers bring in, that's fine, but that just leaves an opportunity for somebody else to take that business. So you have every right, of course, to say, we don't want to take uh, customer uh, parts. That's fine. But like, I, like I said, that's just an opportunity 
for somebody else. Um, here's a question. Here's a response from a mechanic in the thread. I don't care if they bring in their own parts, but there is absolutely zero warranty on labor or parts. Um, so there's, there's, there's somebody that's the part of the 75% saying, yes, I'll take the part, but mm-hmm. this particular shop is saying, we'll take it, but there's no warranty on the part. So that's a stipulation that this particular sh- shop has set, which is fine. I mean, granted, if you're buying an OEM part online, usually they have a 12 month warranty already anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the no warranty doesn't really matter as much anyway. However, of course, if the part does fail or something like that, you might have to pay to get it installed again and have to pay for the labor, which won't be covered. But, you know, granted, if you're buying genuine OEM parts online, hopefully, you know, they're not going to fail in the first year or or whatnot. I mean, that's the point of buying genuine OEM because they're made for your vehicle and they're higher quality than potentially aftermarket parts, even though aftermarket parts can be very high quality, you know, this was made for your vehicle. It's OEM. So, you know, totally, totally. And, and to the consumers out there, I would even, um, you know, who are, who are purchasing the OEM parts, I, I would, I would recommend, you know, whoever you're purchasing them from call them, you know, just confirm that, you know, you're, you're getting the, the right part for, for your call right. or for, for your call, for your for car. Sure. Um, but also ask, ask the dealership, um, or whomever you're, you're buying the part from, do they have any recommendations for service centers within, you know, their area and see if they, they know someone and know, um, have a, a relationship with a, with a group there. Maybe they have a sister store that's, you know, in a different state. These things do happen, right? And so they're buying from somebody in California that uh, California is, we'll say that it's a dealership, right? They are part of a, a big group and the, the consumer is located in um, Iowa. And, oh yeah, we've got a sister store in Iowa, da-da-da-da-da, um, you know, here's the guy that you want to talk to there. If they know that in some cases, in most cases, they're not going mm. to know that. Um, but, um, you, you know, you have, you point them in that direction. So now from the consumer side, they're feeling a little bit more comfortable about the part that they've, they've purchased, um, from the, um, the, the, the fulfiller side, they're, they're creating you know, a great customer experience for, for, uh, for, for them and, and, and that consumer. Mm-hmm. So the consumer's like, you know, I'll, if I'm going to buy parts again, I'm going to buy it from these guys online again. Um, but, right. uh, you know, as a consumer, that's what I, I, those are some of the questions that I would pose, um, to ensure that, you know, I'm not, you know, purchasing the wrong thing and, right. you know, um, getting myself in trouble with this mechanic, right. You know, and, and also, you might not want to buy every part or accessory online, right? But of of course, consumers are becoming more educated and they understand that they can buy parts online for cheaper. It's a competitive landscape. And so um, if you have to buy a very expensive part, maybe over $500 or whatnot, it might make sense to buy it online because you could potentially save hundreds of dollars, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe it doesn't make sense to buy a strut or something if it's under a hundred bucks or, um, an air filter because, okay, why go through the hassle? It's only, you know, 40 bucks or something like that. But if your potential savings could be in the hundreds of dollars, buying online makes, you know, total, total sense. So also for a consumer standpoint, you know, pick and choose like, all right, well maybe I'll get this part online, but in the future, if I need X, Y, Z, I'll just have the mechanic buy it 
or the shop buy it and install it themselves because it's not even worth the. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's the mechanics have to, you know, just kind of lay the foundation and the pros and cons to the consumer and just exactly. And and just be like, Hey, you want to, you want to buy something online? Totally fine. Here are the things that you need to consider. If right. you have to, you know, if the part fails or whatnot, you're going to have to pay for that additional and service. And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the one that's going to be responsible for that. Right. And da, 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 da. It's kind of like, uh, you know, we're in, in the process of trying to, um, sell our house. Right. And we're thinking about renting it. Right. And it's like, okay, well, uh, do we keep it? Do you, know, do you rent it or, or not? Um, and you know, the agent says, well, you know what? Renting is a good thing, but it has its pitfalls. And these are some things that you have to consider and, you know, trying to evict somebody and squatters rights and da, 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 da. And it makes you start to think about, you know, these scenarios and these situations like, well, is it really like, do I, is my time really worth it? Like what, you know, and that's and where I, it's and up I know to that the... that scenarios, you know, apples and oranges, but to a, to a degree. Yes. Yeah, so no, but it's, it's, it shows it's up to, there's no, it's not a hundred percent. Yes. And a hundred, not a hundred percent. No, there's some variance there where it's like, there's going to be some pros and cons and like anything, there's an opportunity cost. You do one thing, you forego another. So yeah. it's either you take the part and maybe you, the consumer forgoes a potential warranty and or they don't or the mechanic doesn't take the part and foregoes the potential sale. Yep. And making money off of uh, at least putting it in the car versus nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I think we can go through a couple of these uh, these responses, if you want, just to mull through some of them. Some of sure. them are kind of. Funny, we have uh, one mechanic that responded, you know, I'll take the part, but I charge a $20, $20 higher labor rate and no warranty. So here's a case where, okay, they do accept the part, but they're going to increase that labor rate by, you know, $20. So because we get it, you know, mechanics, these shops, mm-hmm. they make money on the part and they make money on the installation. So if you don't have um, that revenue coming in from ordering the part, well, you're going to need to make that money up somewhere. So they're going to increase the labor rate, yeah. and, you know, and some of them don't try to increase that labor rate. Some of them are just happy to have that business. But in this particular case, this mechanic, um, said he increases the the labor rate. And then there was a bunch of other comments saying they do the same thing. Um, and no warranty as well. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Uh, and, and, and pardon my, you know, pardon my, my French here. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it down a, a notch. Gosh, darn bunch of sticks up your butts in here. Uh, yeah, I bought an, uh, an aftermarket clutch and flywheel for my car when, um, I knew for a fact that the old one was bad. 180,000 miles could feel it slipping on the shifts. Fortunately, the shop where I uh, went wasn't phased at all and didn't try to give me any BS. Um, didn't try to give me any shit. Um, other than no warranty on the part, which is totally reasonable. So this is a consumer who purchased it and is, is, is giving their feedback, um, and saying, Hey, like if you, you you know, don't honor the warranty on, on the part, um, that's totally reasonable. So once again, we, we, we talked about it earlier, um, laying the groundwork, at, at, at the beginning, just being cool about it, laying the, you know, setting the expectations, being very clear and, and moving on 
and mm-hmm. just being like, hey, this is, you know, how, how we're going to do it. And here are the pros and cons. And you know, go from there. All right. Laying out the pros and cons. Here's a, another uh, comment from um, a mechanic. We will do the work if you bring in your own part. I always try to bring up that if the part is wrong and does not fit, we will charge them twice to install it. Whereas if it was our part and it didn't fit, we would install it again at no extra charge as part of our part warranty. So there's a little bit of a peace of mind there. So Mm -hmm. the consumer needs to weigh out that opportunity cost. Okay, I might be saving a few hundred dollars by getting the part online, um, which is obviously a benefit. But if the chance that that part is the wrong part or doesn't fit, then they're going to get charged twice for labor. And that still might actually benefit the consumer because say if you're saving $300 on this part that you bought online and the labor is throwing out a number $50 to install it, it's an easy part to install say, and you get the wrong part and they need to install it again, well then that's another $100. So you've spent $100 on getting the part installed, but you save $300 um, on buying the part online, you're still up $200 as a consumer. So these are the things that you need to weigh out, you know, mm-hmm. and it, but if it might not make sense if that's a cheaper part and um, there's, you know, not as much savings. So you have to weigh out those, those pros and cons. Yeah, another guy here is, uh, nope, we're in the business to make money. They didn't buy the part from us. We don't take it. Um, you, you know, just very blunt. It's like, <laughs> you, you know, you're foregoing that opportunity right. and, you know, creating a negative experience for that potential customer. And what's the, the, the average value? Like, is that customer right. actually going to come back to you long-term right. after that experience? You know, adapt or die, dude. Um, and that's the thing. Do we assume, and again, being a neutral party, saying, being un, you know, biased from an outside perspective, do we think that it's going to just be business as usual? I mean, look at, look how disruptive the, um, just the world has gotten with Uber, Airbnb, um, all these ride sharing companies and these, you know, Airbnb disrupted the hotel business. Uber disrupted the taxis. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many examples of this where what did hotels do? Did they just say, Oh, you know, we're done or they, they're forced to adapt adapt. and now they're, you know, hotels are coming up with new strategies to that actually make them better at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have done these things unless there was a little fire under their butt. So of course you don't want to have to, in a perfect, actually it's good to have competition at the end of the day. But like, I understand where people are like, Oh man, now I got to rethink things. And it is, it's tough. You have to, but that's, it, it is what it is, or somebody else. You got to get better. Business. You know, always taking yourself to to the next level. Stop being complacent, and you, you know, I'm I'm sorry. Like the ways of doing things, um, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years, it's it's over. Like it's over, and you have to always be um, be ready to adapt and be ready to handle those you know those situations. Um, you know, a guy here is like, you know, we don't run into that um, all that often uh, yet. Yet, yeah. um, but if someone's going to uh, bring in a Subaru part in a Subaru box with a Subaru part number on it, identical to the one um, I was going to grab from the counter, I guess uh, to me, I, I really don't care. Um, to the shop, I'm sure they avoid uh, any sort. To a shop, I'm sure they avoid any any sort of um, part warranty and and, and whatnot. This right. is, you know, uh, to quote this guy, and especially like. This guy really needs to 
um, be paying attention to this. This is Subaru, right? And you know, over the past um, ten years, Subaru's just been blowing up, and more Subarus on 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 the road. And focusing, you have to remember who the Subaru consumer is. A lot of do-it-yourselfers. A lot of do-it-yourselfers. A lot of millennials. A lot of young um, uh, consumers in there. And, um, you know, that a lot of Subaru enthusiasts. um, And they're, they're, you're going to, dude, you you're going to get this a lot more often here over the next couple of years, especially as these, these cars that were purchased in the past two, three, four years start to get more wear and tear on them. And, uh, you know, they're going to get it um, more often. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be ready to adapt. Um, Be prepared for that. My father used to always say, um, uh, fail to prepare, then be prepared to fail. Right. And I hated it when he, when he said that to me uh, growing up, but he was hundred percent right. Dad, you're hundred percent right. Dad, you're hundred percent right. Dad, you're hundred percent right. And he'll love that. Right. So, um, uh, this was another interesting one. This, this particular, um, mechanic said they would allow certain, they wouldn't allow certain parts. So yes, they would take parts, but they want to Here, I'll, I'll just read it. We allow customer parts for everything except the brakes. Too much liability and brake work to allow shitty cheap parts. But we make it clear that no warranty will be applied and no discount will be given if the part supplied has an issue. So that's interesting, being very specific on the parts that you allow, because Mm -hmm. that's true. I mean, brakes are a life or death situation. Granted, you could probably make that argument with any part in your car. Every part is uh, plays a a crucial role in mm-hmm. how your car works or, you know, if it didn't, you know, the part wouldn't be in your car to begin with. Totally. Everything's, you know, for a reason, but you know, brakes in particular, okay, that's interesting. You know, you don't have to necessarily do every single part or accessory. You can say, yes, we do, but we don't do these particular parts. So, I mean, as you guys can see, there's no, you know, st- system for everything. There's no right or wrong. Every shop's going to have their own stipulations. Yes, we bring in, we allow parts that you buy online. No, we don't. Yes, we do, but we don't do these parts. Yes, we do, but we don't warranty. Yes, we do, but we increase our labor rate. Yeah. I I, I mean, I think that, you know, shops need to be prepared to, um, to be fielding these questions more and more and more. Um, they need to have a plan in place. Right. What yes. is your plan? What are your, to your point, what are your scenarios? If this happens, this is our response. Right. If this happens, this is our response. This is how we're going to, going to handle it in, in these, uh, in, in these ways to ensure that you've got yourself <clears throat> covered, but most importantly, protecting the customer, right. do the right thing, just do the right thing for the customer and you're, 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 you're going to get a lifetime customer and you may take a little bit of a hit in the short term, but you have to stop looking at it from the short term and look at it from the long term perspective. And I need to adapt. And if my competitors are not adapting, I am and I'm going to win in the long run. It's great. It's a and, great opportunity for you to make some extra money if somebody else isn't doing it. I mean, that's that's business in general. If you're not going to do it, somebody's going to do it and they're going to yeah. think of a way to do it better, more efficiently and um, I mean, it's just, it's just the nature, nature of the beast. So, yeah. So, you know, once again, I, I think, um, we've got to do, do, do the right thing and, um, you know, have a plan in place. I think that's the, you know, the, 
the biggest thing is is having that plan in place, making sure it, it you have a plan in place, but you've also properly trained all of your people so that everybody's all on the same page because mm-hmm. that happens a lot too. This guy missed a day. He didn't catch, catch the memo and just making sure that everybody's all on the same page, right? right? Following the system mm-hmm. and, it, it, you know, and communicating to that all the time because there's somebody in your service department right now, right now as you're watching this, they just got a quote. They're Googling. They're searching for that part. And they're going to come back to you. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen more and more and more. Be prepared to handle those scenarios and be prepared to um, turn this opportunity into a great opportunity, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the situation into a great opportunity. And, and consumers, um, you know, think about these things, right? And, and, you know, be prepared to ask the mechanics the the the, the questions yeah and, is it, or you do know, you charge part, a higher rate or do, do is, it, is it going to be warranted and also doing your due diligence when you order the part that you are getting the right part that you're getting genuine oem parts so you know that it's a um a more reliable part mm-hmm. that is made for your vehicle because that can eliminate a lot of headaches down the road too i mean there's obviously a difference between aftermarket and and oem and, parts and consumers need to be understanding too Right. Like that. It is a business. Everybody. It's a bit. It's a business. It's a business. Um, They need to be you know, understanding to the fact that, okay, well, he's, you know, giving me and helping me out in this area. Right. And da, 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 like, let's let's be right. Let's be human because you can also like, at the end of the day install it yourself. And if you're not going to install it yourself, then obviously you need the help of these professionals, these, you know, mechanics, service techs to to help you out. So yeah. understand that while you are trying to save money as a consumer that, well, you can save even more money if you <laughs> install it yourself, but yeah. then you're probably going to need a lift and, and whatnot in your garage, which most, most people don't have. Most people Unless don't you have. have a lift in your garage and you're just holding out and you're not telling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, um, but um, let us know. I mean, if you have it, you guys it, bought parts online for the consumers out there, have you bought parts online? Have you brought these parts into a mechanic? Have you know they've it, been installed and totally? You know, give us your your um, share with us your experience. Uh, love to hear hear that um, and and feedback and and also if you've got any other questions um, that you have about you know. Uh, purchasing, you know, parts or whatever it might be on, on, online, uh, going in the service departments, sales departments, whatever, whatever it is, let us know. We'll be happy to, um, you know, field those questions, give you some feedback, uh, but also get answers and feedback from, um, from the experts and from, you know, from the, uh, the source themselves. Right. Right. So, um, you, you know, until next time, um, uh, this pit stop podcast, <laughs> Uh, when you're right, you're right, and you're right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, any any other final uh, thoughts there, um, uh, Seager? Uh, no, no, no other thoughts. Just don't forget uh, to subscribe, and we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, just about everywhere, guys. So if uh, you want to listen to us on the go on your way to work, mm-hmm. whatever, check it out. Check it out. Sitting in traffic, <laughs> sitting in the service department, <laughs> sitting in yeah. the service department. Hey, there you go. Why not throw on the pit stop? There throw on the pit stop podcast. Um, Excuse me.